Hello, this is your host Hia Jain and you're listening to the 6th episode of Running Out of Power. The podcast that ends when my already low on battery recording device dies without warning. On the show literally dictated by burning out, we talk about what keeps people recharged. From art to analytics and zoology to zen meditation, nothing is off limits. So let's get started. Today I'm joined by another close friend of mine, emerging Silicon Valley maker, the one guy who told you to invest in Bitcoin before it broke the ceiling, and low-key die-hard Sunrisers Hyderabad fan, Samar Chaju. So Sam, why don't you introduce yourself and we'll take it from there. I I'm Samart. Uh I in my free time I make fun apps on the internet. Uh I listen to a lot of rap music. I play basketball and uh I cook and eat maggi. Yeah, that's me. The only thing you know how to cook, but let's not get into it. Yeah, I can cook maggi noodles and maggi pasta. So, two things. Skills. Anyways, so um, unfortunately we are not going to be talking about your amazing cooking skills today. Uh we will be talking though about your obsession with hip hop music. So the internet can validate me when I say that I have been tortured by hearing you say how it is the best uh genre of music for the past 5 years. This is my revenge. Uh jokes apart. So uh when did you get into rap music? Yeah, so this is like uh 6 or 7 years ago. If if you recall me back when uh when rap god went like super viral you know like Eminem came out with like that crazy video and you know like the whole supersonic speed shenanigan and so yeah at my old school like rap god went like really viral and suddenly all of us were you know like trying to rap like Eminem trying to get that speed and surprisingly like i i was really good at it you know like i i could do the the whole samalama damama part like actually like one and a half times the speed of Eminem so i was like i was like really good at it and uh suddenly i was like oh shit this this whole new stream of music exists and i and i'd never really heard a lot of rap because my sister has like dumb music choices and most of my music choices was uh i only got to hear music she was hearing at home and she listened to like i don't know ugly ass music like taylor swift and like shit like that hey and don't so, diss taylor swift okay <laughs> oh, there's going to be a lot of this in the whole podcast so like yeah so i was saying um Eminem went pretty crazy in my school, and like my whole friend group was kind of formed around hip hop music to some extent. And yeah, so all of us like you know like I think one of one of my friends like the first book he read, which like didn't have pictures in it, was like an Eminem biography. So I mean, you you get the you get the intensity of obsession from that. I think Eminem was cool with fifth graders. Got it. Yeah, it was crazy. And that's where it started. Thank God we didn't understand some of the some of the words here, saying. Thank God. Right. So clearly, yeah, Eminem great place to jump off into rap music. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh so apart from him, what are a few of your favorite rappers? Why do you like them? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah, I think uh so mo- most of the artists I've I've observed a pattern like to some extent they were they were producers before they became like rappers and so they have this you know they have this taste in music that they're really able to get across and uh, so some of them of course Kanye West who we who you've told me we're going to talk about ahead too uh then there's then there's Travis Scott of course the McDonald's guy you know about the whole McDonald's meal right no it's going crazy oh he he partnered up with McDonald's and he basically made the best selling meal in the last two weeks so it, it's really crazy like the impact on all of culture hip hop has you know like 
Like Kanye has the biggest shoe brand. Travis Scott has the biggest food brand for a bit. He's Pretty the crazy. biggest food But collaboration. Yeah, uh, Last I checked, he doesn't own McDonald's. True. Agree on 100%. Uh, however, Kanye West does own 100% of Easy, so pretty cool. Uh, who else? Uh, Metro Boomin. Never heard of it. Yeah, so Metro Boomin is awesome too because if you've heard any hip hop in the last five years, you've heard Metro Boomin. And he's like the, he's like the post 2000 Dr. Dre. And any successful hip hop ever produced, he has some role to play in it. And uh, who else? Uh, T.I. I would just like to interject here and point out that we are both aware of the recent controversy surrounding T.I. and his conduct with his daughter. The opinions that follow in no way excuse his behavior towards women. T.I., I'm a big fan again because he's just like, more than a rapper, he's just like a very good, uh, a very good businessman. And he has one of like the biggest labels uh, that have been producing like good artists consistently. And so Travis Scott is signed to T.I. Uh, she was a good artist back then, but not now. But Iggy Azalea was signed to T.I. Uh, was B.O.B. Again, very, very prominent artist at a particular time who was signed to T.I. B.O.B. is the uh, airplanes guy, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Someone has heard of him. Good job. Yeah, B.O.B. is crazy. He used to be like the goat, you know. Have, have you heard the full album? No, just airplanes. Oh, you, you know... Uh, So we had like this, we had the paper, English general paper for midterms. Mm-hmm. And in the essay, there was this topic which said like, critique the work, critique the work of an artist or author you appreciate. And so I basically wrote an album review for B.O.B.'s like, first freshman album. Crazy. It was called The Adventures of Bobby I'm Ray. sure Arithra Ma'am must appreciate it. Such insightful comments. Yeah, crazy, right? Like, I actually got a decent grade. Like, probably highest in English I've gotten all year, so... Dang. Pretty cool. That's right. Thank you, B.O.B. Oh, and one more honorable mention. This guy called Speaker Knockers. Uh, R.I.P. He died in 2014. But his music basically influenced Lil Uzi Vert. He influenced every, you know, like melodic, singy-songy rap kind of thing. So like Lil Uzi Vert, Juice World, uh, who else? A boogie with a hoodie, like a whole lot of people. But yeah. Again, he was a producer before he was a rapper too. So like... I just think if you want to be successful in the rap game, you should be a producer before you be a rapper, is what, is what I've seen. Well, words of advice yeah. for every young emerging rapper right here. Listen you up, heard it folks. first. So as influential as the rap world has been, it's had its fair share of controversies, to put it lightly. Mm. There is, uh, so let's just start with the biggest one, uh, which we have spoken about before. the Kanye for president thing. Yeah, so I would just yeah. like to take a moment to sort of dissect this further, understand what your viewpoints are. What do you think about for this sure. whole idea? Yeah, so first thing is like, you know, the sort of assumption you make like whenever it comes to politics, that you're kind of like backing all attributes of a person. And especially when they're into politics, it's like, it's like all of them. When, when, they're, when they're music, they're like, okay, he makes good music, I, I don't give a shit about whatever else he does. But when, when they do like politics, you have to kind of keen into every single aspect, you know? And I think there's this one thing that whenever I meet smart people, you know, they're also like really, really crazy in like a non-cool way, like the non-cool type of crazy in like some particular area. 
But yeah, Kanye is one of those people. Like, obviously, he's a genius, right? Like, I, I don't think anyone can ever disagree with that. But yeah, I mean, do you know how he got off, out of like a $50 million debt into like a $5 billion net worth? It, it's a crazy story. So, uh, back in 2007, he was on, he, he on a flight with uh, Nike CEO. Right? And uh, so they were, they were jamming. Of course, he was a Kanye West fan. And... Uh, and Kanye West was like, oh, you make shoes. Uh, here, are, here are a few designs. And he just like, you know, like took out a notebook and just like started drawing shoes. And uh, so when, when uh, Kanye and uh, I don't remember his name, Nike CEO got off the plane, they had like this verbal agreement that uh, Kanye would collaborate with Nike to make a shoe. Like not, not a series of shoe, one single shoe. Um, so he got off the plane and he had this verbal agreement. And so Nike CEO put him in a room with Tinker Hatfield. And this was the guy who made, uh, who designed the first version of Air Jordans, which was like, which is still the biggest sneaker brand ever. And uh, yeah, so in 2009, the world had the first Yeezy shoe, right? And it, it was big, like the world really loved it. Like not nearly as much as Air Jordans, but it, it made waves. And so Kanye was like, uh, you know, I, I want a royalty on this, right? And uh, he thought that was reasonable because MJ got a royalty on, on, his, on his shoes. All Jordans have like a, a 5% royalty. And uh, Nike was like, hell no. Like, Nike was like, dude, you're just a celebrity. And we, we can just get another one of you in like a couple of seconds. So no, no way we're giving you a loyalty. And I think it, it's more like a form of disrespect where they were not treating Kanye to the level, of, level that they would treat an athlete, you know? And Kanye essentially was an athlete. He was, a, he was a performing athlete, one of the biggest musicians in the world. And yeah, I, I kind of feel like he, he should have got that respect. But anyways, that cost Nike a lot of money because a, a couple of months after that, Kanye flew to Adidas HQ and he got a deal with them for a 15% royalty, three times what Michael Jordan got. At the time, it was more than Kanye. It was like Adidas saying, fuck you to Nike. Last year, uh, Mike... Last year, Kanye West got $10 more million from his deal with Adidas than Michael Jordan got from Nike, right? And that's a big deal because Michael Jordan is rich, right? Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan also has a 5% cut. Yeah, but I mean, just that he could get to that level is a big deal. So like second biggest sneaker brand, but yeah, still a big deal. And I think one of the major parts of the Yeezy deal, which we kind of touched upon earlier was the ownership part, right? And uh, it, it gets into like systemic issues then. If, if you ever want racism to, get, to go away, you need some form of, a, of an even playing ground. And the, the only way to get that is to have black people actually own shit. And Kanye has 100% stake in UC. Like he owns all of it. Which is why he signed the Gap deal. Basically rescued Gap entirely and doubled his net worth overnight to like, but yeah. So, uh, my point is, because he was so smart at that, I believe, and, he's, and he's a creative genius, and he's done like, good shit for a lot of people over, over his career, I kind of feel like he'll be, a, he'll be a very good president, because at least he understands the ownership part, right? He understands that black people need to own shit, and I think that's enough. My main worry with Kanye is not that he doesn't have a law degree because then you could make an argument 
for the current guy who's in office too, right? But it's the fact that he doesn't have a core set of beliefs. So last year he was sporting the MAGA hat, he was a Trump supporter, and this year he's gone on a completely different tangent. So my point is that if you don't know what you truly stand for, what you think is right and wrong, how are you going to lead a country in office for four years? How are you going to make policy? Valid. Yeah, I definitely think that your, what you said has merit to it. But I, I mean, the obvious and easy way to go against this would be like, oh, look at who's in office now, right? Yes, exactly. But that's a longer and more politically focused discussion uh, that sort of veers away from our main topic for today. But I learned a lot as to why this Kani for President thing gained traction in the first place. So as you pointed out, the general consensus is that he definitely has some of the skills, but there are definitely also quite a few drawbacks. Also, also he has a nice swagger to it. When people asked if he was running for president, he was like, hell no, I'm, I'm walking for president. <laughs> I don't know, that's just, that's just funny. Anyways, moving on um, from one controversial topic to another. So rap music is uh, one which has its fair share of sexism, especially in the lyrics. So how do you justify or rather, how is this an issue that we can solve and move forward to make a sort of more inclusive space? I think, again, this is like one of those issues that will that'll get solved as we get more, uh, more female representation in rap. And the good part is, I think we are, we're getting there, like slowly, but, but we're getting there. I mean, Nicki Minaj ruled the game for like 13 years, like she was top five yeah, for 13 Nicki years. Yeah, but Nicki Minaj was a one-off. Think of the ratio, right, of the amount of male rappers to the amount of, and especially I think the whole uh, VAP controversy by Cardi B, <laughs> that song. It was a good song, it was a good song. Yeah, but the point is that there are so many, there's, there's such a, it, the industry is, has such a inherently double standard nature. Like, uh, it's okay for men to make some sort of comments, but if women make it in their own context, it suddenly becomes such a huge thing, the internet is divided. Which sort of stops the progress of women coming into rap, because you're met with such difficult standards to live by. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, I think, okay, let, let's say like Nicki Minaj and like, who else is there? Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion alone. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, you know, like, I think it's totally okay for them to make like whatever music they want, right? Because that's what everyone else does. Like, like even if you don't care about the music, make music that will get you money. Because that's what matters to like literally every rapper ever. Um, but yeah, I think, ha- have you heard of Chica? or Young M.A., but again, we're, we're slowly getting more representation. And uh, it's slow, but I, I think we're eventually going to get there. As, as they make it into the game, they will encourage others to come in, and it'll be like sort of a compounding thing. And we'll see this bluff that'll suddenly, hopefully, make it like a 50-50 ratio thing. Yes, representation is definitely important. I mean, not only in the context of hip-hop, but also in other avenues. 
but i want to get back to the more rap centric question in a sense like how do you deal with the undertones of misogyny that lie in some of these songs i guess one way to think about this is like when these female rappers make it okay and they can say whatever they want right and these people can say whatever they want so if everyone can say whatever they want if everyone has a equal impressions equal magnitude of impressions on what they say then people can say whatever the whatever they want and it doesn't matter right because it like sort of the net force is zero while uh, i do believe that the inclusion of diverse voices will help this issue i'm not entirely convinced like i still believe there's room for improvement but i think it's also a much more extensive conversation on culture and how these ideas came about in the first place which has many many more different layers to it which do need to be analyzed yeah i guess it's it's two perspectives you know it's one is the economic perspective and one is the the whole cultural like deep rooted over a longer a long period of time perspective yes exactly and the shift in these cultural norms is a much longer much larger yeah, exactly. fight if yeah. you want to put it in that sense uh and yeah i think we had two very intense topics that we covered but i think these conversations were necessary mm-hmm. to be had anyways let's move on to something more personal so last year you made this app which combined your love for making with your love for music and i think it made it pretty big like i remember when the genius article came out and the things that were going on behind then so uh, why don't you give us a little bit of insight as to your inspiration the reception uh, how things went the story in general like tell us what it was like yeah so uh lyrics.rep is like this this app we we made it as a joke it wasn't supposed to like be an app it, it was a joke and uh we made it as a joke and uh it went pretty big it generates lyrics for like based on artists existing songs it just like uses a very simple dumb model dumb math dumb math model to like generate the lyrics but yeah it made it big so uh me me and this guy Linus made it shout out Linus and so we we were in San Francisco uh and we were just like really bored you know because we got back from work and it, i think it was bad weather outside so we weren't going to go outside and uh and we were like all right let, let's make some shit because that's what we do and so we were like okay and linus is a big uh, big tea swift fan he like loves tea swift he he spent like one month of his salary buying a uh, gold concert tickets for him and his girlfriend to taylor swift concert like Respect. i i don't know how he could be dumb about that Respect. but like, You know he wears like a Taylor Swift cap. It's like it's like so I weird. Like I said, respect. So yeah, other than that Linus is a generally good guy other than the whole T5 thing. And so yeah, we are like and I was like critiquing Taylor Swift and I was like, dude, her music sucks. And so we're like, okay, let's let's make something music related since that's what we're talking about. And so we had this idea of, you know, just like using Markov chains. Basically, it reads over everything you ever have. makes a list of possible words that could come next then throw over dart and wherever it lands it will put the next word it's no smart it's no ai or any shit it's just like 
three lines of dumb code. But if uh, like most musicians have a type, so they have a general sort of genre or even like a very specific niche in a genre that they make music around. So it's actually pretty. If you even if you use such a random model, it'll actually generate a pretty accurate representation. Exactly, and and we are so surprised by that. Like we didn't we didn't expect it to be good, but. Uh, You you know how like Travis Scott in like every single bar he was like it's lit, and so it actually went into like the ad libs went and aligned pretty perfectly, and so you're like oh shit this is, this might be more than a joke and so, we have, I, I I was just gonna go to sleep and uh, I put it up on Reddit there's this subreddit called R slash Hip Hop Heads, and uh, I I just put it up I was like yo we made the shit and sometimes it can be funny. And so I I just put it up and I and I went to sleep. Linus was still up, and so some I I think I woke up at 3 a.m. to like drink water or some shit. And turns out my phone had like this whole bunch of notifications from Linus, and he was like literally right next to me. And it was like, dude, our website is getting so many hits. We're gonna go under. Our server can't keep up with this load and shit. And so Linus had just slept at like 10 minutes before I woke up, and our, and lyrics doctor was down. Because it was the top post on the subreddit, and so we were getting a lot of traffic. We didn't expect it, and so things were going down. But yeah, just like we fixed it and went to work late, like I, I know, like three four hours late. But it, the the cool part is that we are working for this company called Replit, and Replit makes like uh, servers to some extent, and like collaboration software. So this was actually hosted on Replit. And it turned out to be the biggest app hosted on Replit ever. And so when we went and wanted to get bigger servers, Amjad, the CEO, was like, "Oh, here, use my card." And uh, even though we showed up late, so it was a it was a pretty cool experience. And you know, lyrics dot rip actually even beyond the subreddit, a couple of me a couple of months ago, this this YouTuber Funk Turkey decided to make Nirvana songs, like generated Nirvana songs. With the lyrics from lyrics dot trip, but with like actual music with his band, and those went like viral. Like they got a million views or something, and so lyrics dot trip was actually on top of Reddit at one point. All of Reddit, pretty crazy. That's uh, I didn't know that much, but I did know it went quite big. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying, "Yeah, I have peaked. <laughs> This is where I." I, I still think I have. <laughs> I haven't made like any more viral shit after that. Feel sad, you know, but the best thing you ever made was a joke. And that was all we were able to cover before my recording device ran out of battery. I hope you enjoyed listening to this pretty broad conversation we had on politics and sexism in rap music, to his recommendations and this app that he made. And I'll see you again next week. with another guest and more interesting conversations